It is Monday, August 3rd. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. Here, McCauley, Zach Rothenberger. We got the great Bryson Scott here from Kansas City getting us going. Oh, this is fun. Look at this. I even made a couple of studio adjustments here, so I'm, I guarantee I'll be looking down like I used to for, you know, the, the better half of most shows. But, hey, here we are, guys. <laughs> yeah, hey, we don't need eye contact. No, no. I, I mean, we're already at the social distancing point. Like, really, what's, what's eye contact? It's, 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 it's overrated anyway, right? So, yeah. You know, it's one of those things, actually. It's fine. Hey, let's, let's get off topic right out of the gate. It's one of those things I feel like, though, where if if you see someone that, um that like, doesn't make good eye, like, real solid eye contact, it shows, like, if they're just, like, looking a little bit of, like, it, it does show if you don't have, it's like eyebrows. You don't think about it at all, but then, like, if you see something without it, then it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's like uh, like Michael Scott in the office. I was watching this episode last night when Jan comes in and, he, and he's lying to her and he's, like, he's got the eyes all, like, like this. And he's like, yeah, I'm a good liar. And then he's, like, you know. <laughs> Can't look her in the eye. Right, exactly. <laughs> Much like the Sixers, Bryson, who's starting now. Um, you know, it's funny because, right, like, you, you woke up today and you weren't expecting me to just text you and be like, hey, let's be on a podcast today. So, here we are. Um, yes. That's what happens when TJ Warren drops 53. We need emergency <laughs> therapy sessions. So, uh, we'll get to that in a second. We got a great yeah. show for everyone on this Monday. So, right, we got NHL, we got NBA, we got MLB, NFL. We got, like, this is great. All four sports um, rocking and going. And, and, you know, obviously a little mojo Monday, too. Um, but I'll tell you, let's just, as we always do, let's get things uh, started with a little clickbait cleanup. Uh, Zach, uh, should I go first? Yeah, or no, I'll let you go first. Let's see, I'll let you go first. I know yeah. you've been waiting for this one. Yeah, I'll do it. And I actually want to get both of your opinions on this to see if it actually well, is I mean, or not, if I should be bought into that's it. That's why we're on the show. <laughs> great. Oh, great. That's perfect. We can give our input. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> can you? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's not really an article, but it's more of an opinion that I'm just really curious about. So, Michael Morris, I don't know if anyone even knows him in this world. He used to play for the Nationals. He probably had one good year in his life playing baseball. Anyway, he was on Twitter and he was going off about how this year, uh, the, whoever wins the World Series. Wait a minute, this themselves. isn't your clickbait. What are we doing? I thought this was the XFL thing. No, that's not my clickbait. I was hyped about that. You know, it's the funniest thing because I saw you tweet. I'm like, why is he tweeting his clickbait? Oh man, well, how about that? Wow, this just got really interesting. See, this is what this is what happens. I don't communicate well enough. Well, yeah, hey, clearly I didn't either. So I just the good news was- is if you're on Spotify or iTunes listening to this in the future, they're not gonna see that graphic come up. So it's all good. That's so true. I'll tell you, all right, we'll start over. I'll pretend I had so many up softball yesterday. I'm just I'm just an air machine, I guess. This this like going into this week. So all right, just clean up my, my spills and just yeah. Well, I didn't even see. mention this to you, so that's why I was gonna throw you off topic, but uh, <laughs> no, so anyway, this guy Michael Morris played for the Nationals, right? I think he was a third baseman. He was all over Twitter going off saying how whoever wins the World Series this year cannot actually call themselves a World Series champion because of how the season's been affected. Do you think that's true? Like, you, I think you should still be able to call yourself a World Series champion because you you're going to be beating all the the teams. Yes, there are certain circumstances, but it's still the major major leagues, right? Exactly. I thought it was. So, yeah, that's uh, what let I'm me. Thinking. Can I ask? You said Michael Morris, correct? Yeah, he played for the Nationals, right? You know, he also played for. Did he play for the Marlins? Exactly. The fact you're asking means that there was really nothing. He made a lot of money. So I would almost take his principle and say, well, Michael, uh, by that logic, you're not really a great – you're not a professional baseball player because you suck. You might have made a lot of money. You might be on the field, but you suck. No wonder – yeah, exactly. You said ex-player. Ex-player. Yeah, yeah part – when the, the Marlins were going through one of those stupid renaissance in the mid-2010 periods with like – 
uh, Jose Reyes and Mark Burley. Like he was a part of that fold. It was like, oh, we can plug him at first base. And then I'm not kidding. If you want someone to strike out and do nothing else, nothing, like literally nothing else, but strike out with runners on and yeah. two outs. I think he had one solid year. And the oh, reason yeah. why I know that is because I used to play fantasy baseball. I'm pretty sure I had him and somehow he was decent. He was on the Giants too, I believe, right? Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah, we got him after we got the yeah, yeah. All right. That was so yeah, no, I don't agree with it's funny you bring that name up. That's like the person you you hated in like high school or something. You almost did so much you forgot they existed, and then someone's like, Yeah, do you remember that time in class when Dada said this? You're like Well, I didn't remember it till now. Uh, it, yeah. So <laughs> I'm with you on that, Zach. I, he's an idiot. I feel like I even answer the question. I just that was just me like taking a soapbox on Michael Morris. Right. Uh, Save me. <laughs> I, I will say that he's incorrect because although it's there's a lot of extreme circumstances, everybody's faced these same extreme circumstances. So if you won, you managed to get the same extreme circumstances everyone else got through, and you still were able to call yourself a champion. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. the, I mean, here's the way I look at it. It's almost like it doesn't matter how long a couple's engaged for. Like, the wedding's still good. The ring's still good. Right? Yeah. Like, okay. It's the same thing this. Okay. So someone got engaged on a, on a Friday and then got married on a Monday, which I'm sure unless you're in Vegas, that doesn't happen. But right. Like it's this, okay. Maybe there wasn't that so much show off the ring, the shower, the, like the whole building up for it, but it's still, you're getting married. Like that's the end game. It's yeah. the same thing of winning a championship. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. It, regardless of if you're engaged for two days or two years, at the end of the day, when you've got that ring on your finger and you have your marriage certificate, it's the same ceremony. It's the and same you- it's funny, you say that. it's funny you say yeah. it because I feel like to take the analogy further, it's like the person that hasn't gotten the ring and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like it was, it was yeah. not fun being engaged for two days. Like, you know, right. That, like as a Flyers fan, hello, that's, that, that's how I uh-huh. feel. I'm like, Oh yeah. They're wearing, like, I don't care. Yeah. There's, there's Bryson. There's so many Pittsburgh, like, like Twitter accounts out there that are basically just based and revolve around trolling. How many they have a running count of how long it's been since the Flyers won a Stanley Cup, which was in the seventies, uh, yeah. a while ago. So yeah, we're getting up to fifty years. We're getting close to it. So this would be really nice if they could win this year, and then I could get that monkey off my back. So exactly, exactly. So I, I, I don't think that it, it doesn't matter. Okay, are you gypped a little bit as a fan? Zach, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, right? But, like, it, dude, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like, right, we're just preaching to the choir. Do you, you, I mean, right, you're with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, fully agreement. Yeah, absolutely. It's still a championship, so. So, yeah. that's all right. So, I'll save. It's fine. I'll even make a little note. we got to save the XFL thing. That was going to be my mojo. That's my mojo, by the that's way. That's your mojo. All that's right. Mojo, Hold on. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm just not reading text these days. All right. That's, that's you know, click. I probably texted mojo. gibberish because I'm too busy reading other stuff on the, on, on, for works. No, we were, <laughs> yeah, we, we both, we went through it today. There's, there's no, there's no shame in, in this. But all right. Let's, let's jump into it. So, all right. Um, well, I guess I'll do my clickbait and then, which was basically rolling us into our, our, our base, our first segment. So, anyway, I saw this over the weekend. Oh, they got new predictions now on ESPN Plus. If you don't have the subscription, who cares? Because it doesn't matter. But uh, new predictions for the NBA play-in tournament playoff seeds, guys. That's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. I guess after one game, everyone's going to do a redo and start reading the, predict- <laughs> the predictions again. By the way, I want to hear from the chat a little bit. If you guys been watching sports? You know, like, let's get some I- feedback on everything uh, and get that rolling a little bit. But 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 to that point, while while we're waiting for them to get rolling, um, Bryce, I hate these articles. It's uh-huh. like oh. What are you gonna call me and tell me that the Sixers suck? Like, oh wow, that's a shock. Like, <laughs> spare me. 
And well, it's like, you know, we, we all had these predictions into the bubble five days ago, and now the minute the bubble opened up, we have new predictions for what's happened mm. in the bubble. And then after a week in the bubble, we're going to have another set of predictions like, well, look how the bubble's affecting me. And it's just this like vicious cycle of the same repetitive story over and over and over again. It's Zach, you know, in high school, we all got a third chance to answer the question wrong. You know, if you got yeah. a test, you got it back, you got 65, you could obviously go back and guess again. Yeah. Right. right, right. That's how it works. Of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Apparently, apparently, you can make a prediction more than once in a span of a couple of weeks. It's like, what's the point of even making yeah. it in the first place if you're just going to redo it? It's stupid. <laughs> I, I, ESPN. I, I feel like we just every week. There, like, I think everybody's fishing for content. You know, it's been a long, long drought without sports guys. So it's it's uh, not good. We can no, all right, that point, articles. But I'll say this: at that point, it's back. And what mm-hmm. obviously influenced the article was games were on. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, let's jump into NBA first, um, right? And, and I'm not even – I'm going to actually try to show some type of discipline and not bring up the Sixers first. Bryce, it's funny because we were talking right as you jumped on a little bit about the NBA. And I feel like this is – we used to do this at work all the time, I feel like, too, like when we worked together and we get little uh-huh. rundowns. If anyone missed something, we'd just be like, yo, can you give me a rundown of, like, like just what's yeah. happened? <laughs> so for anyone that's not a, a basketball aficionado that's watching the show – they're not the biggest NBA fan. They're like, all right, I want to be caught up to speed and get Bryson's rundown. What what happened over the weekend in your eyes? The big one, the big takeaway I think we have is is the first night of the comeback, we had the Pelicans play the Jazz. Zion played 15 minutes, and Alvin Gentry, in all his brilliance, decided that of those 15 minutes, none of it was going to be at the end of the game. So they put him on <laughs> minutes restriction and then promptly matched him out in the first half is really handy when you lose a game by single digits <laughs> it's funny that's one of my it's one of my notes in here is that the jazz suck <laughs> <laughs> the jazz suck but the pelicans are worse so we've got that to go with and then the big headliner of the night was lakers clippers the battle for los angeles in orlando i guess uh the lakers were able to squeak out a win at the end of regulation anthony davis looks unstoppable lebron looked a little rusty but hit some big shots, hit the go-ahead shot to win the game at the end. Uh, and then the Lakers celebrated that by promptly losing to Toronto, I think, two or three nights later. So it looks like in the bubble, anything can happen on any given night. Hmm. Never would say anything. There's some predictable things that happen. <laughs> the Kings but... will probably lose. I guess we can say that much. Like That's always a steady uh, – no matter what happens, the teams are always losing basketball. Definitely. We got, by the way, we got trust on 2K. He's a big basketball fan. The chat cooking. And I want to hear from him, too, and see, uh, you know, yeah. watch any games. And, Zach, I, I feel bad. You are going to ask for something? Oh, I was going to say, how about that, uh, the Jazz and Pelicans? Remember we did we did the show Thursday night, and we were like, oh, what's the live money line for Jazz? It was like plus 400. And we are like, yeah. Oh, and they end up coming back to win. <laughs> I threw 50 cents on it. Oh, there you no. go. High roller, I want $2. Yeah, exactly. Two bucks, baby. There you Everyone's, go. Oh. Like, I, I always see a stop saying this because people are just going to be like, this guy like whines about like a spread not hitting and it's like he lost like like the change under his car seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not about the money. It's about exactly. the, it's, it's, the it's about right the competition. Now. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, so, you think about it. so LeBron did go off a little bit in the second mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. After switching his shoes, it's like it's like like Mike Bryson. How about that? Um, yeah, that's exactly what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. LeBron wishes he was like Mike. There you go, uh, my LeBron fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'll tell. All right, I'll tell you this. So um, let's look, let's look real quick at just kind of in general, a couple games. 
who stood out to you? I feel like I don't want to like I feel like now I'm dancing around that ESPN article. I'm not be like, oh, so who do you think's good now or who's not? No, I'm not asking you to grade someone off of a game. I just want you to tell me what you saw. I guess so things like, oh, well, see, the problem is I just there's so much low hanging fruit with the Sixers. Like I want to just sit here and be like, like tell me that you see and be like, oh, well, like here's an example, Kieran. The Sixers still suck. They turn the ball over way too many times. <laughs> like there's so many things you could like pick out from that. Let's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm almost going to challenge you. Anything but the Sixers, go for it. Orlando looks really good. I know it's bizarre, but like the Magic have been just putting up points like crazy. Which well, and he's I lost Jonathan. Just, I saw his name in the chat, but they just they lost Jonathan just lose, Isaac. They just lost Jonathan Isaac, which that's probably going to kill their team for the rest of the season. But they were looking good for those two uh, game and a half into the bubble. So short-lived. I'm, well, if they play the Sixers, they'll obviously beat them because that's, you know, we never beat them, especially <laughs> down there. <laughs> the problem with what you guys just don't have any home games now, right? I know. I know. And you can't ride them. Beatable at home and very beatable on the road, and now it's just always on the road. So well, it's neutral. It's like it's like Michael. Like what? What's warm mean? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we suck. I mean, but sorry, Zach. You got something? I mean, I hate to pour salt in the wound, but hey, I got a couple. Look at okay, right there. That one. Yeah, I hate <laughs> to pour right in there, buddy, but. TJ Warren, I mean, my man's put up 87 points in two games. Like, we all, we, I think we, we always knew about TJ Warren, but Jesus. 53 and then 34 tonight. All right, let's just go there. Can we just – let's just go there. Let's go. All right, we're not just going to – I was dancing around. Like, let's just oh, go okay. and break, exercise the demons and walk in from Saturday yes. into today. I, okay, so yes, I'm, I've got questions for you guys, I guess. So how does it make you feel as Sixers fans or just people on the East Coast who get to, you know, see this team regularly and then all of a sudden you can play Indiana and make T.J. Warren look like Kawhi Leonard and Michael Jordan uh, combined? Well, I'll excuse myself out of that group by telling you this, and it's embarrassing. I'm actually a Knicks fan, Bryson, so we can make fun of that at another day. But as as someone who's in the – Area who, who who knows yeah. what's going on with the Sixers? I'm not surprised, but I will hand the mic over to Karen. Karen, you get to handle this. <laughs> so here's how you know it's really bad when a guy who's a Knicks fan is pulling the Knicks parachute to jump out. He's got a parachute with like three holes in it, and he's still jumping out of the plane. Like that's yeah. how bad the Sixers' flight is. They're not landing safely. Like so, he literally just jumped out with a backpack and just is gonna try to go for it. We'll take our chances. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't blame him, Zach. I don't blame you for that. I like, I'm just thinking, like, like I'm jealous, damn it. Like, I'm jealous you're next to not jealous, but yeah. Um, all right, so I mean, where, where do you want me to start with the TJ Warren thing? Like, where, where are we going with this? Start with TJ Warren, and I just then move on to the Sixers themselves. Okay, that's 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 good because you can actually tie them both together. Yeah. a team like the Sixers who are not good. Do things like like let guys like TJ Warren score fifty three points, and if you saw the tweet that I brought up earlier, you saw it was the first time since two thousand five uh, that he's done anything, or that, that that someone's scored that many points, and it's the first time ever that he's done anything. So that's fun. Um, I think the bigger issue here is well, so all right, look, let's let's you know let's go into a human anatomy class here, and you know break down, we'll dissect some things. Okay, so Ben Simmons' worst career game defensively. And I'm not like saying, oh, he's a bad defender. I think he's a great defender, but I just think this was a mess. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all right, look, I'll kind of like maybe tone it down a second, not be like Mr. Animatronic over here, but it's like the way I look at it, 
it, this just confirms everything. We know, like, they suck. They turn the ball over every game. They did, this. They did that before the quarantine. <laughs> like, nothing changed. Oh, you're telling me, look, I mean, look at these shots. They're not contested. Like, people are, like, you look at TJ Warren. How many of those baskets, Bryson, were off of screens? And there's and, and that just comes down to coaching, miscommunication. Do I go over the screen? Do I go under the screen? Anytime they went under, he you know, he just hit a jump shot. Anytime they go over, he just drive the lane and pass them. It's it's actually rather <laughs> sickening when you think about it. And then that last three, obviously, to pretty much put the game away. That just made me want to stick my finger down my throat. But I mean, it's just it's I mean, look, I wrote a few things down. I feel like Tony Kornheiser and like uh, uh, not part of my tape, part of the interruption, like just sitting here. Yeah. I, just, I need the glasses now. But it's just like, look, mm-hmm. like I said, 21 turnovers to 10. That's mm-hmm. that's how you lose the game. I mean, really, like when you strip like that down, we talk about it all the time in football. Oh, man, the team that had more turnovers almost always loses the game. It's the same thing. It's just in a different it's, – yep. It's a much faster pace game and a lot more turnovers, right? Like it's, I mean, if you divide that number by five, right? I mean, you yeah. divide that number by five, that's like two turnovers. And mm-hmm. what, five for us? It's like saying you had five interceptions and five fumbles. Their team had two. Like that really kind of puts into perspective how not good they are, right? They're yeah. not a good basketball team. And Brett Brown, his shelf life was over like three years ago, right? Okay, they're predictable. And the thing is, this is what makes me like very emotional and upset about this whole thing is, they make the same mistakes over and over and over again. It's the it, what, what, Zach. What's the what's the quote? The definition of insanity is what doing the same thing over and over again and expecting yeah, the same results. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's what they do, and that's what honestly. Look, I gotta put my hand up. Well, not so much anymore because I stopped believing them a lot a long time ago. That's what our fan base does. Everyone's like, oh well, did you know that Ben Simmons moved down to the four? Did you know Shake Milton's running the point? Who cares? I, 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 I no. That's, what do you think? That was going to be the one. This it's it's no different than the than the person you're like your friends with, and everybody in the friend group knows that the girl he's talking to wants nothing to do with him. She just wants the attention. She's just kind of stringing him along, and everyone's like, "I knew she texts you all the time. Like it's just like she doesn't want to hang out with you. Like she doesn't want to do anything. Every time you ask her out, like she doesn't want like it's it's the same thing. Like back in high school, right? Like it's yeah." high school really set us up for sports failures and in, 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 in a way unlike anything else I ever thought, but like, right. It's the same idea. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't know. The Sixers are the friend zone team. Always going to make the playoffs, but never going to make any noise. <laughs> All right. I, I've been rambling on you guys, please. That, I, the mic's very hot. Like it's like hot potato. Now. Since the frustration, I mean, turnovers are turnovers have been the issue for this team ever since Ben Simmons and MB paired up. Right. They've like always led the league in turnovers. They always fail to meet the expectations of their talent. They always have all the tools to be, you know, the most talented, complete team in the NBA, and they never seem to put it together. They are a team that seems to like just live off giving lackluster performances right when they it seems like everything is set up for them to, you know, take the lead by storm. I'll add this, I want to cut you off. There's so there's such a example of themselves within games now like you know how you watch streaks and like you think to yourself oh you beat the lakers ah they lose the magic the next game or the hawks like right like that's that's them that's them in the game you got like right they'll they'll give up like 14 straight points and then Embiid hits one shot and he's shimmying like in the third quarter they don't know how to handle success they don't they're children out there yep there's been no progress since that. What it was it 2017 when they made the playoffs unexpectedly? They reeled off like 17 straight wins or something. Oh, the Heat series. But even yeah. then, no, we got exposed. That was 
That was the minute when Boston just completely ripped us to shreds. It's like, uh-oh. But Zach, sorry, I know you got something on your mind. What's up? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the chat. Totally off topic, but it's a very pressing question, in my opinion. We have a friend of the show, Alex, in the chat, who also has a great sports show. Uh, oh, yeah. Rain. So he's asking you, Bryson, yeah. he's got to know, do you like pineapple on pizza? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not even oh, – you're not getting, uh, you're not really getting pineapple at Minsky's? So what – I said you get you're not getting pineapple pizza at Min. Oh, Min. Uh, uh, I get, I'm announcing uh, you know, if someone, if someone pineapple and ham pizza to the party, I'll eat it, and I'm not gonna throw a fit and be like, oh, <laughs> you can't put pineapple on the pizza. But like, let's be honest, if you're ordering pizza, if you've got any sense, you probably aren't getting it with pineapple, right? Don't tell me you guys are pro pineapple. I'm uh, personally not. No. Okay. 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 I, I'm a, I'm like kind of in the middle. Like, I, I think I'm probably coming out too aggressive. I'm probably no, no, no. You're not because the thing the is, middle. the people. I was actually going to say, Bryson, that that crowd's usually like, like there's a crusader group that yeah. will come out and be like, "Honey, where's my gun? Like, there's someone that likes pineapple on pizza. We got to take care of this." Like that's that how psychotic the anti pineapple uh, well, people. Are. I was just about to say my ancestors might might come back and get get the the wooden spoon out if I yeah. said I like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> yeah, so. Bryson, you're talking to Zach who just shaved like five minutes before the show. Like he's that Italian. Like. <laughs> So well, I, I get name, it might not be, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in the I'm in the sense it's kind of like yeah same thing if that's all you bought I'm like this person's kind of weird if that's all they got at the party, <laughs> but if it's there I'm like that's fun. It's kind of yeah. like getting sun kissed soda. That can't be like the, your go to soda in the fridge, yeah, but it's fun if it's yeah. in there. Yeah, if you've got like an orange or grape soda laying around, I'm not gonna turn it down if I'm yeah. thirsty. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a, a martyr, but like it's not my first choice, or probably my second or third. But <laughs> we'll settle for it. By the way, Bryce, you'd love their show. They do it on Twitch as well. Okay. It's, oh, it's like, a lot of bas- Oh yeah, it's great. Football, basketball chatter. Oh, Alex, oh, I, love you, it. oh I know. I just I hate that I I'm the old man. That always I feel like I go to bed at like ten o'clock, but. The nights I, I do love watching when we do stay up. It's, oh my God, they have such a great show. So yeah. definitely check them out. And they're on at 10 o'clock uh, or Eastern time, seven o'clock Pacific. So and it's fun. We're kind of like the, the, we're probably helping them try, you know, get through work. It's probably 423 right now, their time, you know, you know, the laptop's oh, up, you know, we're trying to get, yeah. hey, help them close it down. <laughs> West Coast time still throws me off to this day. I, I still like, I can't process the fact that it's 430 on the West Coast right now. It's it's the weirdest when you're working out there. When you go, especially if you're from the East Coast, like so your your general whole life is here. Uh-huh. Then you got west, and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, like your time, and everyone's eating dinner, and you're like, I still got two hours of work. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I, uh, I love what he said in the chat too. That his wife likes pineapple yeah. pizza. I'm sorry, what did you say, yeah. No, no, you guys go ahead. I missed that. Oh no, I was saying I love what Alex said in the chat too that he let his his wife likes pineapple on pizza. Not sure the hell he made it work. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. So yeah. he's got some. He, he's, Alex, you got some supporters on on the show. And and the way I look at it is, I'm I'm in. The, if there's pizza that's being offered to me, I might you know side with that side. But there's no pizza on the table. I could I could obviously side with the pineapple. All right. So, um, all right. But let me ask you. So getting back to NBA, this was actually a really good, like therapeutic way for me to just cool off with the Sixers. It's like let me go because I mean. I got Raul Neto's stat line, like, all set, ready to go. And I'm like, I'm not ready to go down that road. <laughs> I'm not ready. They, they're not good. I mean, all right. I, I'm, like, going through my thing. Like, talked about Neto. Talked about the hot dog. All right. Like, I, I think, yeah, there are a bunch of hot dogs. All right. But Ben, ben not shooting, I think, also just says – it just – 
how toxic is like how do people not see how toxic this is i, I can't even talk like, i'm like, like i'm upset i know they're gonna go lose in 30 minutes right now and i'm gonna sit there and waste my time and watch them lose to the spurs and that's what that's what drives me nuts you know Karen, here's what's gonna happen is they'll probably beat the spurs because that's what they do. They they did you like convinced that I'm done with this team. I'm giving up. I'm never watching them again. And then they go on a little run. This I know the hate text. I exact. They're that ex that just like you. You tell yourself every month like I'm done talking to them this month. After this last time, it's over. I'm done with it. And then they hit you up at you know eleven thirty. Like what are you doing tonight? Uh, well, things uh, stuff. <laughs> and you have nothing else to say so you're just like uh you want to facetime you're like okay yeah yep. <laughs> that's that's literally where i'm at right now at the spurs zach mm. <laughs> like i got a Knicks application like god help me <laughs> uh, i mean hey that's an open that's a very empty bandwagon so feel free to jump on whenever you want Knicks applications <laughs> like the college app where they're like not only are we not going to like charge you for we're going to pay you to apply to our school yeah, <laughs> like, there's like no, no sat no act yeah. hell you don't even need a high school a high school diploma <laughs> hop on we're already going to give you a two thousand dollar academic yeah. scholarship yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there, there is next news though zach because we have tom thibodeau as your new head coach do you have thoughts on that personally i love it i mean I just he was an assistant for us, obviously late nineties you know, into the early two thousand. I think he had a second stint as an assistant there. Um, he's a winning coach. I, I like that a lot. But hey, Phil Jackson was a winning coach too, and we saw what happened. So, yeah. you know, um, here's Tom Thibodeau is a good coach. Like that's the thing we that gets lost in the hubbub with the whole Jimmy Butler fiasco in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's really possible that maybe Carl Anthony Towns just sucks and doesn't want to work hard. And I think that's very possible. Yeah. And just it wasn't going to be a good fit with Tom Thibodeau. So mm-hmm. looking at, you know, New York, it's a young roster. You get the sense that guys like R.J. Baird and Frank Nielakina are going to try and work hard and put in the effort to be productive NBA players. I mean, there is something of a foundation to build on, at least. Yeah, and he's a New York guy, too. I think he's from uh, from Queens, if I remember correctly. So he's got, mm-hmm. he's proud to be back, you know, in that area. And his eight years as a head coach, I mean, he's, he's had six winning seasons, only two losing seasons, which I think is pretty impressive. I mean, he had some great players, but still it takes a good coach. I feel like to get the most out of those players. Uh, exactly. to, your, to your point, Bryson, the team's young. I feel like the players and their desire is there. I just don't think they've had the, the right leader in place to kind of instill that, you know, mm-hmm. um, that discipline and that, that fire to get the fire out of them. So They always try to get the guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like Jeff Hornacek, he might be a great coach. Like, you know what I mean? Like Jason Kidd, he might, yeah, it's, or, uh, it, yeah. or no, he was with the, wait, was he with the Knicks? He was with the Nets, I think. Right? Yeah. Was he with yet. both or just one? He was never. He played with the Knicks, right? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. The at the end. Yeah, That's for like a was. year, right, I think. I was going to say, I thought he yeah. maybe coached them for a cup of coffee. All right, so, uh-huh. but, never, but nevertheless, that tree, that like, uh-huh. hey, you uh-huh. might be a good coach, but you end up being like uh, Hugh Jackson in the NFL type of coach. Like, not good. Yeah. Yeah. I think – I was just going to say, I think the problem with the Knicks is that they spend so much time trying to make the splash, get the splash player. Like, we're going to get Zion and Durant. We're going to have Kyrie, <laughs> Zion, and Durant this year. And they end up with R.J. Barrett. Yeah, the third pick <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is they, they they talk like a franchise. Sorry, Zach, I'm not trying to like, You're fine. I'm not, like, no, trying to just me. kick a dead body now. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But it's me. just like, the way I look at them, it's just like, 
Like they're right there. Like last year, it's like, yo, by the way, so once we get Kevin Durant, and then he's like, yo, I never even like was ever thinking of signing with him. Yeah. It's like, where are these like fantasies coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Alex has a great point in the chat that uh, you know Thibodeau's a great coach, uh, uphill battle with the next front office, which that's to me is probably one of the most toxic front offices in all of sports. They're the Redskins. They're the Redskins yeah. in the NBA. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, like the Knicks had tons of cap space, and normally when you're a smart NBA team, you hold on to that and you try and you acquire bad players for draft picks. Instead, the Knicks decided they're going to sign three power forwards. They're going to sign Bobby Porter's. They're going to sign Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sign Taj Gibson. Yeah. Because nothing says modern NBA like, you know, throwing down in the post. A couple, yes. couple, yeah. couple yeah. bull sloppy yeah. second. Like, like bad bull sloppy second. I mean, second. I mean hey, we're, we're the team that paid, that paid Joakim Noah. Like, I think it was over $20 million a year or whatever it was. And yeah. he didn't yeah. play a game for us. And now he's on the Clippers, probably going to contending for a damn title. You know, not yep. playing much, but. They're, exactly. exactly. They're a bizarre team. Um, all right, I'll tell you, it's funny. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, there's nothing that really says a segment's getting stale and start really honing in on the Knicks. Like, I know. Hey, <laughs> you know. Let's let's churn and burn it. All right, so, all right, Sixers, all right, no, let's say, I was about to say, like, are getting me angry, so let's we'll move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny. I actually like the Knicks because it made me feel better about the Sixers. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, move forward to football. All right, right? Training camp is – this is how you know I'll I'll kind of walk this in backwards with with really no context with a little football chatter. It, I I was on Twitter last night before I went to bed and I was looking at my phone and and I saw a bunch of Matt Lafleur videos. Right, Matt Lafleur said this yesterday. Matt Lafleur said that. I'm like, what? He just joined a random Zoom and I'm like, oh, that's right, training camp. Like that's right. <laughs> so that's kind of where my head's at, right? And you know how much I love football. We all we're all the same football junkies, basically. It's just a little off or something is it me or do you guys feel the same way i mean bryce you won the super bowl i mean like like where, where are we at right now pulse check feels like we're we're doing training camp right now but it, it feels like the season is in jeopardy or something like there's just some sort of ominous feeling i've got that things aren't really normal and as much as teams try to pretend they are normal it's not going to be normal does that make sense Mm-hmm. I guess you, you see this. You see the situation with baseball, and like I just saw a report that like 13 Cardinals players just got diagnosed with COVID. They've had tons of games, you know, get postponed or suspended, and you worry that that's going to bleed into the NFL season. That a similar situation is going to happen. Which, given the fact that it, it's still pretty much, you know, they're practicing in the open air, they're not isolated, they're not quarantined like the NBA and the NHL have been. It's not a great look. It seems like it could be ominous. Yeah, and, and we with the MLB, you you know, a team could afford to – not afford, but a team could miss five games and still – the season could still be all right. NFL, yeah. it's like if you miss one week, like what, what's that look like? You, 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 yeah. you can't win your division, right? Like that can't work, you know? It's, it's, like it's, like more, it's by our, our math, it's like missing three weeks and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot more – there's a lot more vulnerability, I think, um, mm-hmm. with the NFL, unffortunately, because of the – each game, there's minimal minimal schedules, tighter things like that. So, well, I'll even I mean, the way it works too, just with the sport, you can lose a couple of like you know backup pitchers or something and be fine. But if if Aaron Rodgers or Saquon Barkley are out for two weeks, mm. you're it's going to be a tough couple of weeks. It's going to be really hard to win those games. Well, mm-hmm. and Lafleur even said that they're thinking of having like a quarterback, maybe even bringing like a veteran or something, and basically have them away for the team. 
So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if Aaron Rodgers has COVID, it's like, and the basically the quarter, like the entire quarterback room is now compromised. It's like we can grab this guy, and he's not going to get the rest of the team sick. That's like a backup plan. It, it, yeah, it's like having uh, Bryce and I. If you've seen the replacements or anyone in the chat, it's like having Shane Falco out on his boat, his boat, and I guess when they need to call him in, the, he leaves. The boat. <laughs> Was that the movie John was like was ripping? The movie on? John was bashing me for it. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's funny because I remember that used to be on in college, and they would just immediately turn the channel. Like, this movie sucks. So I, oh, I owe you that. This is a classic. Thank you, Bryson. Yes, i classic with Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves. I love both actors. There's a lot of like just bad guys, and I think John Favreau's in it. Like, there's a lot of. There's good actors in it. It's a cult classic. It's a good Keanu yeah. movie. Yeah, Bryce, know. you know the guy who played um, uh, what was Pam's? Uh, who played Roy from The Office? Oh movie? yeah, the yeah. tight end. Yeah, the okay, deaf tight yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, how crazy okay. is that? It's a big better, guy too. That's a good pickup. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But, all right, but let me add one more point real quick. Just to, to the, looking at the chat too. Um. The, my thought was. The problem is you look at baseball, that's tough. All right. And it's like, cause basically, yes, we can all kind of agree on like where we're at with like the, you know, where baseball is and the jeopardy and da da da. All right. So there's 30 baseball teams. There's 32 football teams. There's 30 going on 26 with the little taxi squad, I guess, in the background for baseball. There's not 80 guys, I guess, are going to move the roster, right. With, with football. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot more guys, a lot more teams, a lot more positive. Like, it just, and I'm not sure, it just takes more, but I'm more, right, I mean, I, I say it with, with some, some conviction because I was saying a week and a half, literally half joking, half serious. When, when I saw Alfaro had it for the Marlins, I'm like, oh, like, you know, like I said, Joe, I was like, oh, well, that whole team's going to get it. Like, joke, I was jokingly, but like, then they did. So, but you can't, I don't know how you put football in a bubble. There's nowhere to go. Where are you going to go down to Florida? Like, that's the thing. Now, you will say in the MLB, you're traveling once or twice a week. In the NFL, you're traveling once or twice a month. So it, it can be easier if they do it correctly to, you know, social distance and quarantine and ensure that, like, infections don't spread and half the roster doesn't get, you know, taken out. But there's and, always and, that risk when you're traveling across the country that you could, you know, just catch it, you know, moving through the airport. Well, I was going to say, to Alex's point, right, it's a contact sport. Like, there's a better chance you're going to get it. I mean, right. and plus, I would right. almost argue it's not – I would – in a weird way, not that I'm a doctor or some type of health official, I feel like there's a bigger threat getting it in the huddle with your own team, like running in and out of these huddles every other – like every play, the quarterback mm-hmm. every play, than, yep. than just getting tackled in like a half a second. Hey, maybe exactly. we'll see a, a record-setting no-huddle offense – Spread widespread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get the wristbands out. Like, ready, ready. It's gonna be like Chip Kelly's Oregon teams, you know, just like every 15 seconds we're getting a playoff. I thought he was gonna be a good coach. I was so wrong about that. <laughs> I was no, I mean, I'm trying. Like, I, 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 I actually kind of feel bad. I just he went 10 and six, goes 10 and six again. I'm like, this guy's, you know, gonna like cook something in the kitchen and then just. It didn't happen. Well, he got some bad. Those that San Fran team he coached wasn't was not good. And then oh, they he's been kind of a disaster at UCLA though, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I'll say, well, yeah. Speaking of California disasters, uh, Antonio Brown. He's in the. You know, I'm going to bring something up real quick in football, not to like completely yes. 180 off the COVID thing, but um, yeah. I saw this today, Zachary. Oh. 
Care to take a little gander at what this might be? Will Antonio Brown play a game in 2020? Plus 110, yes. Minus 150, no. So we know it's going to hit, just, you know, because that's a goofy number. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, teams to sign him. You want to know who the number one team is? Tampa. Tampa's uh, number three. Tampa. New, probably New England, maybe? New England is not on the list. <laughs> um, don't, uh, the I love this because I, I have a list of the Seahawks. They're number two, which he'll go there. That's the correct answer. Oh, the Packers. Was. Oh, no, Kieran. Those are number one. Kieran, how does that make you feel? Well, it's not real. Well, here's the thing. He's suspended for the first – he's not – first of all, he's not even in the real, league yet. He's suspended real. for the first eight games. Yeah, it's not real. It's – I mean, yeah, one, he's out half the season anyway. Two, he's nuts. And B – or C, I'm like, oh, I can't – there's too many points now to make. He's not – like, he's not going to the Packers. They have the chemistry, is small t- – like, it's – like, if it was – if they were going to take a flyer on him before the whole Pittsburgh thing, you, know, you think, oh, he's always done in the last two years has been more crazy and hasn't done anything. Like, so it's like, oh, yeah, that would really want him. No. He's going to look real good in a Jaguars uniform if he ever gets back into the league. <laughs> Are they on that list? I actually want to pull – I should take up the list real quick. Were, were the Browns on the list? I, I feel like Chiefs I can see on that. The list. That's what I want to know. Are the Chiefs on the list? They are not. So Okay, so it goes Bengals, Bear. I'm going from like – like you know, it's so got what, two, four, six, eight, nine teams. Yeah, so going from nine to one. So it goes Bengals, Bears, Jaguars, Colts, Eagles, Ravens, Bucks, Seahawks, Packers. Hmm. The Ravens, I feel like, have got to be a favorite. He's here's what's vexing. I don't know. Say what? No, it's the same. Here's what's vexing about the whole thing. Yeah. They know, like, Vegas knows that. Unless they just try to toy with people and be like, oh, well, like, you saw that Devin Funch just opted out. So the Packers knew to wide receiver. They're not doing this. They're not There's go no way. It. I couldn't think of a worse fit for the city of Green Bay. <laughs> the only way it works <laughs> is if he, like, I don't, I, there's no, the only way it works is if Aaron Rodgers sits him down and is like, you got six months. We're just going to play catch, shut up, mm-hmm. and then go do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> we will be your, your, we, like, we'll be your penance. Like, you got to go up to Green Bay and, like, do, like, and I'm not saying I want any of this. Like, just let's, let's get that out there. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, if you want to entertain the thought, that's the only thing I would say. But nevertheless, we all know he's going to go to Seattle because everyone that's always unhappy goes to Seattle. But then they shut up and they play hard. You know, that's how, can I can I rant for a second, Zach? Because you know I've done this rant a lot of times on the show. And Bryson, I need you to hear this. Take it away. Okay. All right, Zach. You know, let's do it together. Ready, Zach? If I'm describing a team that uh, is down 23 to 17 going into the fourth quarter at home in a very tough place to play, but they somehow win 28 23 by scoring like two touchdowns in the last like, you know, 30 seconds of the game. At least. Uh, is it A, Seattle, or B, anyone else? Oh, A. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, if you're Russell Wilson, you haven't done anything for three quarters, but then all of a sudden you turn into the Michael Vick experience ride, right, where no one can tackle you at all. And then it's just, uh, throw like Uncle Rico Tower Rocket, and he's just wide. Oh, of course, no one's there. He dashes down the field. It's just, and then yeah, Jermaine Curse back in the day. It doesn't matter. Like it's almost like there's there. You know, it's funny. There's almost like a um. I'm trying to think of the name of the show. You know, the, the coach in Friday Night Lights and the guy from uh, like Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, like he's the FBI guy. I don't know the actor's name, but yeah, Alexa, who plays the FBI agent in Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, that's John Hamm. There's something I found from the John Hamm. Oh, it's not. It's not John Bernthal. Is, is it John Hamm? 
No, it's uh, it's not either one of those. John John Hamm was the FBI agent in the town. That's right. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. we talk about that. We're not talking about you know robbing a star market over and mobbing for a box of quarters. Oh, I love that scene. No, you robbed this the, the bank of assault rifles at nine a.m. Oh, that's great. That's one of the most underrated movies, in my opinion. But I've got really no great. answer from her on that. By the way, it's, that was that was yikes. Coach, ask Alexa who coach who's the actor that plays Coach Taylor in Friday Night Lights. Alexa, who plays Coach Taylor in Friday Night Lights? Sorry, I don't know that. But I do have a school you might like. No, that's okay. Just don't. Sure. <laughs> Let's see if the nightlight works. Night as this is your first time using mail, I'll quickly explain. Kyle, Kyle, no, 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 he, he, all right. I can't believe we just got this sidetracked. But, yeah. but he plays. Ooh. There was this old show like back in the day where he played this guy who would get the, the like the day's newspaper, like the future's newspaper from the yes, from yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. that show, yes, it was a good show. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a pretty good show. Um, so I mean, I don't know, like. I don't even know why I was bringing this up again, but I had to go back to what were we saying? We were talking about Antonio got, Brown. We were talking about right, Antonio right. Brown. We were talking about the Seahawks. We were talking about um, you were venting about the Seahawks. Right. We were doing the whole game about saying how, like, oh, okay, right. Like, it's basically like the Seahawks of that team where you just you wake up the next. I don't know. I have no idea how I was tying that together, but I'm just going to pretend like I did. Um, it's be. It's like you wake up the next day and you already know how it's going to play out with them. You're the guy reading yeah. the newspaper. You're like, of course they beat the Bengals 20. Like, good teams, bad teams. That's the fun part. It could be a really bad team that goes into Seattle. And you're like, oh my God, look at that. They're going to win. It's like, no, 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 they're not. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, all right. Let me actually get somewhere to that point, though. Uh, basically, my point is, Bryce, and I said this on the show last week. How many times do the Seahawks bring in a team, a guy, right, where he's just pissed off for whatever reason, whether it's Jadavian Clowney, whether it's a guy that had question marks in the draft, like DK Metcalf, like, yeah. All, like they always get these guys where everyone else is like, I don't know, I don't know, and then they're just like, oh no, we'll make it work. And then not yeah. only, like these guys, like, and the funny thing is, you look at Jadavian Clowney, he didn't get his money right mm-hmm. now, he's still looking for his deal mm-hmm. but for whatever reason. He played there, it's all good there. You want to go to Seattle, have some fun, you know, Josh Gordon goes up there, it's like. You're, you're gonna you're gonna bring him to a, a state where, where herbs legal and, and it's still probably gonna work like that's how we were all joking around it's like are you kidding me like that's that's the and and, and now obviously you got Jamal Adams now in the, in the mix so it's just like okay of course like anytime I see someone that's a really good player that wants to get all, like just like axed by their team it's just oh yeah they'll find their way into Seattle perfectly it'll be all good maybe that's where Odell needs to go Stop, be a stop, good fit. stop, stop, Zach. It'd be a good fit for him. It would. Speaking of, did you see what he said today? Uh-uh. Yeah, oh, I did. Was it the where he was like, they're not ready for the season? Basically, he just said he doesn't think the NFL, yeah, along the lines of they're not ready, he doesn't think the NFL should have a season, but he's still not opting out. So, yeah. By the way, you, actually, you want to go a little baseball real quick with the, the Otani spot? I was just sorry, Alex, I didn't see this in the chat. I was just like, because – I'm too busy getting <laughs> rallied up about the Seahawks, which I'm sure, you know, as a, as a California sports fan, he can, he can empathize with me there. Um, yeah. Otani's out four to six weeks with a forearm strain. Um, the status of the DH is day to day. You can do that. I guess you can, but I guess if you just, you just don't pitch for four to six weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. All right, but I'll say, Bryce. I feel you were going to make a point though about about um, with the Seahawks, Seahawks. Was it? I honestly forgot. It feels okay. They always get these troubled guys, but the problem is they never really produce. How was Percy Harvin for the season? <laughs> <laughs> anything? Jadavian Clowney last year. I'm looking up his stats right now. Guess how many sacks he had? Maybe one. Over six. Or under seven. Six. I was going to say Over six. He had three sacks. Wow. Three sacks. A sneaky line, by the way. They said it's seven. That is. <laughs> uh, really throwing you off. Throwing you off. Um, like, what? Well, both of the Bennett's played for uh, Seattle, didn't they? Or did they just have Michael Bennett? I think they just had Michael. Mm-hmm. They just we, had Michael. We were the ones that wasted our time with Marcellus. Yeah. Yeah. My least yeah. favorite Packer of all time. <laughs> we had him at one point too. Don't worry. You yep. you did? Mm-hmm. For like a year. I think it was like mid like 2005 ish. Oh, that's yeah. tough. They'll take a flyer on the head cases, but it's not like it ever really works out, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's just like it's like bets that just push. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, like to that point. You're right. Like, I forgot about Percy Harvin. It's like right. Like, water, like he made a play in the Super Bowl, but it's like yay! Like that's that's it. Like uh, that was that. That was all he did. And uh, you know, Percy Harvin had like basically three moments in the NFL, and that was that. Yeah, that's a town quote, and that's what they say is that. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's when they burn the car. Yeah, there you go. See, let's bring that full circle. Let's bring that full circle. Yeah. Now, all right. Let me ask you this, sir. So, I have a few thoughts. I'm looking. I'm just down my list because there's like a bunch of talking points I have for football. So, let me. We never got to this last week. We touched upon it, but I'm glad. It, I feel like Zach, you'll love this because I think this is going to hit a special nerve for for Bryson. Mm-hmm. The NFL Top 100. Bryson, I'll tell you. We'll even get started oh, with uh, the NFL Top start. 100 quarterback list. Don't even start. Um, <laughs> this was disgusting. This is an abomination. Yeah, I mean, all right. Let's and I'll even I'll even kind of get the ball rolling. So, look, look, we we said last week this is a bunch of BS. As much as we basically started talking about it during clickbait, and it's it's much more players voted. Yeah, we're just making us do this. So we talk like we're we're doing exactly what they want us to do. And be like, oh, Bryce and Patrick Mahomes and four. Ah, no, <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I guess. What do you take? Out of the NFL top one one hundred, when it comes out, is there it's anything? Garbage. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's it's irrelevant. It's fundamentally irrelevant. Like okay, so do you guys know who Mitchell Schwartz is? He's a right mm-hmm. tackle for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He was the highest rated player at his position for the season. He was like one or two. He didn't even make the list. He didn't even make the five that didn't make the list. Oh he yeah, just was not even referenced. But somehow Dude. Josh Allen, somehow Josh Allen comes in at like a top 70 player in the lead. It yeah. just doesn't – how can you have a guy who in back-to-back years won regular season MVP, went 50 and 5,000, and then won Super Bowl MVP and came back from double-digit deficits in every playoff game, how can he not be number one? How can he How can he be lower than the guy who can't even complete a pass in the playoffs? I mean, I – in what world is Russell Wilson better than Patrick Mahomes? I just I was gonna say, what world is Carson Wentz not better than Josh Allen? Like exactly. Josh Carson Wentz is at least a top 30 guy, right? How is it's nonsense? It's just absolute nonsense. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't I mean it, he he got snubbed harder than Gail Cunningham by Kramer in Seinfeld with the Botticelli shoes. I mean it, it, it's 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 bad. I mean, Zach, I mean, makes sense. This is a Giants fan. Like, you're kind of seeing this. You got some young guys. So you know they're not going to be on the list. But, like, 
Did Saquon make the list? Yeah, did he make the I actually I think he was 31. I mean, I come on, fair. dude. Like, I'm not that guy. I thought he should be lower than that. I don't, I don't even think he should be on the list. Like, he's like, I'm not sure that guy. Like, what? You don't think he should be on the list? No, I don't think he should be on the list. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I'm damn serious. He's he had over 1,000 yards, and he only played, like, 10 games last year, 12 games, whatever it was last year. He needs to earn it. My boy, right, he can make, like, Barkley's the top Barkley's, like, one of the best running backs in the league. How's he not a top 100 player? He's got to be a top 100 player, Jerry. Yeah. I don't know. How All right, that's fair. All right, I, I got I got a <laughs> little excited for 31. Let's 31's ridiculous, though, in my book. I'm sorry. There's, like, because <laughs> – you know, can I say something? And I really feel bad saying this because I'm like, not saying it's like a jab at Giants, but I'm more oh, saying like fine. I lose sight of him because they don't look good when I watch them. Like I see so many times, like for example, Packers-Giants game, right? I, I sent you the entire car right up. I guarantee you he's just going to bounce around and gash us because we don't know how to handle the run. We don't know how to – and we kind of – I'm like, oh, he's supposed to kill us. Like that's what – like they mm-hmm. – I just never saw that game where everyone's like, oh, my God, he's unconscious. Like, like in Penn State, basically, which is a high bar, obviously. But you, probably part of this is me putting on such a high level. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? There's something there to that, right? Can I expand Please. on that? I want – do you remember Adrian Peterson's first couple of years where he had these games where he, he rushed for, like, 270 yards against the Bears or he'd go for, like, 300 against the Chargers and he's, like, unconscious, just like you said. It's like when – I don't know. Steph Curry gets hot in basketball or something. He's just unstoppable. I've yet to really see that game from Saquon. I'm kind of, I want him to have this sort of Hall of Fame all pro moment. And he'll get flashes of it in a game, but I haven't seen that game where he puts it all together. And that's not, Zach, I'll add this real quick. It's not all yeah. on him. Like your line, obviously, like, right, like there's, there's levels to it, right? If you put him in the Patriots offense, good God, he's, you know, the MVP probably. So it's like, yeah. It, like there, and you guys are getting better. That's why they built the line. I thought they did a really good job in the offseason, like helping him. So I, I guess my thought is like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, I just thought maybe more. I don't know. Am I, I don't don't going? Know. Wait, uh, please, this is you. Go for it. I mean, I'm please. not. I'm not going to be the guy who riddle stats off, but I mean, please riddle him. Riddle. Go, go. Enlighten me. All right. Here's the deal. All right. When you think of Saquon, you don't, you don't like, all right. So Chris McCaffrey is clearly probably the number one running back in the league, right? We probably agree on that. Yeah. You don't see any similarities there with like their style of game, like the receiving and rushing. No, I do. I think I, it's there. I, I do, I just, but I feel I, like that's, I can, I, can I jump in real quick? I feel like that's yeah. the thing. It's like when I'm watching Red Zone, they're like, oh my God. Like I saw it firsthand, Zach, when I would play in, in, you know, it's just like I would just be biting my like fingers, mm-hmm. like just please know Christian McCaffrey for like 900 yards and like nine yeah. touchdowns today. Please, like Saquon, I just think about like Peg Less right now. And I think he can, I, I think he's going to get there. Dude, I'm going to draft him if Christian McCaffrey goes one in our league. Like, yeah, I mean, course. so I'm not anti Saquon. I'm more just saying like, I think there's like one, like, is there any party that's like, I, let's go? See, well, I think, I think he, there's spurts in games where he'll do have like a 30 yard run or like a 50 yard touchdown run. I mean, I was at the the Eagles giants game and yes, I know Eagles fans. We lost uh, week 17 last year um, where he had that like 60 or 70 yard run and threw the peace sign up and took it to the house. I mean, I see, I feel like there's always, he's always like one move away from that every single game. And that's why maybe, maybe my excitement factor for him is what, why I think I just think he's always one step away from breaking it. I mean, over a thousand, over thirteen hundred yards his rookie year. Um, over a thousand last year. He played thirteen games. So, you know, there's something to be said there. And he was injured, still hobbled up for most of that season with the high ankle sprain. Uh, receiving, um, 
think he had almost 500 last year and 700 something the year before. He's just a dual threat. I feel like he's like an athletic freak. Obviously, you can tell by looking at his legs. I mean, come on. But Squads I don't know, man. Head. <laughs> I never thought I had a defense Saquon, so that's why I'm a little taken back. Uh, um, all right, oh, yeah. I'll spit it. Th- can I not? And I'm not trying to say like a jerk, because like, I guess then let me spit it this way, because I'm trying to get it. I guess. Yes, yeah, so I know. Time. I know we sucked, so I know it doesn't. You know, we have. I was going to say Byron, like, because I'm just yeah, like not Byron's remorse, but I'm just saying like where you are with you, it's. It's kind of like I'll let me let me like slip my wrist here for a second for you just to like kind of walk this in, mm. like because everyone's like no 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 you can't get rid of Aaron Rodgers like and I'm thinking like I I know I know, but he's only won one ring like and, I, and I, it's not his fault it's no reflection of him, but I'm almost just saying the dynamic of the team the makeup and I'm not like right I'm not like saying oh the Giants they get rid of him right you know, my point is basically yeah. like is there any remorse thing because basically almost then what I'm hearing is. Wow, we got like really sexy rims on the car. Then, like, it's not going to make the car actually run any better in the engine, but it, but it's going to look awesome. I have zero buyer's remorse whatsoever. I'll buy it again, personally. Um, can, can I? Can I? I, I, I hate this. This is this is training camp. Yeah. Wait, sorry, Bryson. We just I feel bad. I'm saying, like running over here. When you drafted what Saquon went what second? Second, yeah. Who would you rather had? You know that that was the big right. for Mayfield draft. Like you're going to draft Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah no there was no one else that i was thinking that we should have taken in that draft to be honest and and there was no one after him where i was like oh that could have been a good fit too i mean i know taking a running back at two overalls obviously it's a risky deal because he's a running back i got one for you yeah go for i it. gotta ask hey we're here we're, we're living it yeah the the someone comes in a time machine they're like zach come on let's go and you're like all right where are we going and then you go and then all right so now you're in like you hop in the time machine <laughs> You warp back in, and you know, back into that draft, and you're sitting there, and one guy's like, "Guys, I know everyone wants to take Saquon. What if we took Lamar Jackson? I like Lamar Jackson Jesus, so much." This is a you're sitting there, just kind of like, "I could speak up and scream that you got to take Lamar Jackson because he's going to be an MVP in his first three years." Like, are you doing that? We start Bryce. What you say? No, I just say like, given what we know now, you probably take Lamar, right? But that wasn't. A hypothetical back then, Lamar wasn't even a projected first rounder, you know. Yeah, so, I even, I even just across the board, like moving forward with everything right now in the moment, you just can go to the time machine, and kind of start over the last like three years. Like, would you do it or would you not? If you know there's going to be a two, and, and you obviously you know, know that Daniel Jones, Jones if you sit quiet in that boardroom, you know that they'll draft Danny Dimes the next year, kind of a thing, and the, and the future will just go on as it, as it is now. Yeah, but or do you, you know- could kind of warp time and be like, no, let's get Lamar Jackson. Like, would you do it? Well, do you know that he hasn't done anything in the playoffs? Is that I do that. It's actually one of my talking points. I'm if, if I knew that, one. I, if he's I allergic that. to being good in the playoffs. Right. If I knew that, then I would. I would know. I would not do that. I would not draft. And you know, that. right now, that's why you're saying it. So yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I go? Um, I'm going to defend. I'm going to go against you guys here. Go Please. Just he's made the playoffs. Okay. So mm. a team that was led by Lamar Jackson did just go 14 and two. And he did just win lead MVP and did lead the lead in like passing touchdowns and was absolutely electric running the ball too. Uh, yeah. Knowing that, would you still, knowing, assuming that he's going to have the same level of production for the Giants that he did for the Ravens, you'd still take Saquon? For me, yeah, just because I, I need to see wins in the playoffs. I need, I need to go further than just getting to the playoffs. Getting to the playoffs is a huge accomplishment. And, Kieran, to your point, I know Aaron Rodgers with the one Super Bowl, but it just speaks to how hard it actually is to win a Super Bowl. That's fair. The Patriots have spoiled so many people thinking that any, everyone can go out there winning six or seven or whatever the hell they did. So it's like, 
Yeah, I, I still take Saquon just because I value the playoff wins a lot. I mean, I know I know that might be controversial, but and Bryson, I know this yeah. is not the right answer, but I'm thinking in my head for what your logic just was there. You Philip Rivers guy, huh? <laughs> Get there, you know, just do nothing. I mean, ah, like, ah. Like Marty Schottenheimer style. I mean, come on now. You got me there. You did get me there. I, you know, I just want to defend, like, I never saw this happening for Lamar. I mm-hmm. I really didn't. And I was a big fan of his coming out of college, but I didn't expect him to, you know, be a lead MVP ever. I thought he'd be a, a like a low-end Mike Vick type. So, yeah, I got to give credit to him just for being as successful as he's been. And I, I don't know. I feel like if they didn't match up with a different team, they could have probably won in the playoffs. It's just for whatever reason on that night against the Titans, just nothing was going to go their way. And I think if you were to replay that game 10 times, the Ravens probably win that game seven, seven of those 10 times. The Titans were a team who was like, I'm just destined last year. We saw that game together. Remember, that was what I'm going to tune you guys more down in Kansas City here for a second. blowing watching it, right? Oh, yeah, but I thought it was just so cool that everyone in that bar in KC Live, and you guys hadn't even played the Texans the next day in the divisional round. Uh-huh. Everyone was rooting against the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> like like the Chiefs were on TV. It was unbelievable. Exactly. Well, we wanted home field advantage. You know, we knew if the Ravens lost, we were essentially the one seed for the rest of the playoffs in the AFC. So it worked out well for us. I can't complain. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. All yeah. right. You know what? I'm glad you said that because I need to, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, I know you're excited about this year. I know exactly where you are. You don't even know how much I know where you are right now. That's how much I know. Like, and it's I, I, I sound like a jackass. I mean, like, meaning you got a quarterback that can step out there and do anything he wants, anything. And there's nothing, there's no one that can stop him except your own defense. Now, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> now, I'm going to just turn the microphone to Zachary Rothenberger over here, who was the team that said, da, 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 15-1 Packers. They score every time they touch the ball. I, I'm not in a place to discuss that game still, <laughs> that 2011 game. We're almost on a 10-year anniversary, so maybe after 10 years, Zach, I can maybe mm-hmm. after a decade, I can start you know, shoveling out some emotions over my body that night. But... <laughs> Basically, my point is, Zach, you can tell him. And I, I'm not sitting surprised. It's not me sitting here being like, oh, by the way, Bryson, you know you can lose actually in the playoffs. My, my <laughs> thought is I'm more just saying, yo, by the way, I just want you to hear this because I didn't. no one told me this the year after we won the Super Bowl and then we went 15-1 and we're unconscious. And then it hurt. It's almost like saying, like, no one told me if you drink an entire bottle of tequila, you'll die. Like, it's like, right, like, that's that's what the Giants did to me. Like, they, they were the like a, a whole fit the Jose Cuervo in your bloodstream, and then they killed the person. Jesus. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. No, I never done that. I'm just saying no. I know. I know. I know. No, I, I mean, unfortunately, I would rather drink a fifth of Jose Cuervo and then see how that plays out for me than, than, than watch a replay of that Giants Packers game from 2011. So, I mean, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> One of these days when they replay that game on NFL Network, which no, they never no, they, which they never do replay Giants Stop. games. Stop! Stop! As I sit here, I'm like, this isn't about the Packers. No. Well, can we? Can we the, Alex in the chat brought up a really good hypothetical here. All right, let's hear about it. about the Saquon conversation. It was you'll get Saquon at peak production until age 30. Anything over that is a bonus. If Lamar improves pocket passing, stays versatile, but doesn't need to use his legs as often, you get him for several more years. So just say until he's like 36. That's such a great point. Longevity. Yep. It is. That's a great point. I mean, 
I would take Saquon at half his peak performance because I still think he'd be like a top 12 running back in the league. But yeah, it's a great point. It's to the point of the running backs taking the abuse, obviously getting banged up. So yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to take in consideration. I just value the playoff win so much. I mean, hey, it's only how long has Lamar been in the league? Two years, right? Yeah. So maybe I'm being a little too hard on the guy. Well, no, no, because I'm 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 so with you on this. And I'm not saying no, because the thing is. It's one of those things, right? Like fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, or vice versa. Fool me once, shame yeah. on you. Fool me twice, yeah. shame on me. Like, right? It's like the second time. Yeah, of course, I always get that wrong. But it's the same thing, right? Dude, they, they sucked against the Chargers, and then yeah. they sucked again last year against Tennessee. Like, they, they and there's no excuse. You had the bye. You had the swag. They're at home for these games. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're yeah. sitting there like, yeah, Lamar's like the five seed. They were really hot, and then it's just, well, I don't know. Like, no, like, they're not the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They, they've had – like they – Every and they have a good defense. Everything's right in front. They had so many. It's not like it's not like the Rodgers thing in 2011, where I would almost make the argument right, where it's like, oh, our defense was, eh, eh, and then our offense was really good, and then obviously we couldn't get stops, and you could stop us. Like that's that that makes sense to me. Doesn't make any sense when you're a team that's high powered offense, but you're and you you're predicated on running the football. Like you're built to win in playoffs. Like and then they're not. Yeah. Doesn't that fall in the engine of the system a little bit? A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, like just squash it there. I mean, but I don't know. I, I mean, the thing is, I don't really have much to say because you're spot on. Traditionally, right, when you talk about winning in the playoffs, it's always run the ball, play good defense. And historically, what have the Ravens always done well? They run the ball and they play good defense. Yep. That's how they won with Joe Flacco. That's how they won with uh, Trent Dilfer back Trent in 2000. Yeah, they- they Don't got the resume me. right there. They're like, we got all the quarterbacks that have no right to win a they, Super Bowl on our they list. <laughs> they make the playoffs in the AFC every year going back 20 years, basically. There's a couple of exceptions, and it's always the same formula. So it doesn't make sense why they – I guess when you have an MVP quarterback, why you aren't winning playoff games. But like I said, I think it was bad luck. I think it was just sort of tradition. Like normally, you know, the Ravens were super effective on fourth down. They're super effective running the ball. And for whatever reason, that just didn't happen against the Titans uh, in the playoffs. But I don't think that that necessarily means that the team isn't necessarily built to be successful in the future. I think they could just as easily win the Super Bowl this year as they could have last year. As a Chiefs fan, the Ravens do still scare me a bit. I think we have their number, but also they've played us as well as almost anybody in the last two years. So mm-hmm. yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. You, it's there's a little commonality between the two teams because I feel like sometimes random ass teams will come in and beat you guys at home, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same boat. Exactly. Uh huh. I'm not not, not that guy, but it's just like I'm sitting there. I'm like, I knew you've heard me say it by the way. I knew when you beat the Falcons. I I was rooting so hard for the Falcons that game because I was like, if they win this game, we're not beating them. I knew I knew it. Yeah, uh-huh. that was another one of those destiny runs we had. Yeah, that's good times, right? Mm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, for me, it was yeah. great. <laughs> Speaking of good times, all right, let's get some Mojo Monday going, though. All right, let's do it. Let me own up, because anyone just joined the show, we did a little clickbait earlier, and I was a dumbass that, that pulled up your Mojo Monday thinking that was the clickbait. I don't I, – I, you know what the – all right, I'm not. I'm just well, full, right, full disclaimer. I, I sent you this. Usually, what happens is we'll send each other a screenshot of what our clickbait is, and we'll say, you know, CBC or whatever. And I just said, I think I just took a screenshot of The Rock or whatever it was, the post. And then I, you must have took it as clickbait, which is no 
everyone's fault. Hey, it's a Monday. I, I just, it just made so much sense. Like, and I'll pull up the graphic. It does make like, sense. It could be clickbait, clickbait too. But I did see you posted on like Facebook, like, let's go or something like that. I thought I said, like, you, I said we could smell what the rock is cooking. With the That's what rock. it was. All right, I knew there was yeah. some enthusiasm and I was, I like, I it was like one of those things where I like just accidentally clicked on Facebook and I just saw it in like, the, like a flash. I'm like, wait, what? all right but i'll shut the hell up all right so take it away from here this is your mojo monday yeah no i well the mojo is definitely for the rock because he's clearly feeling himself and cooking something up he uh he's he bought uh the xfl and like saved it from bankruptcy i guess it was him and another another group i believe that he's a part of uh went in and and bought it i'm sure uh i'm sure somewhere vince mcmahon has his hand in this i would imagine but maybe not but i mean i guess I think it's Mojo because it's huge for The Rock, and I, it could be big for the XFL given that every, like The Rock has such a favorable image. I would say over like WWE or Vince McMahon per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? Could this is this Mojo or is this is this uh, is this stale Mojo? I call this Mojo. I just I say I think it's a good move for The Rock. I think it's a good move for the XFL. I'm about I, it. I, I liked the XFL before Corona hit, and you know, me too. Shut down the league. Yeah. Okay, Karen. It's just another XFL. T- it's another. It's another semi-pro article. Oh, this is gonna be fun, Chris. Or not Chris Rock. I can't even think. But I actually would prefer if Chris Rock did like stand up during the games. Like that'd be great. But the Rock buying the, uh, the XFL. No, could, it doesn't matter. Could, yeah. Can I lay out like a really hypothetical that it, it's kind of negative? I hope this does not happen. Could you imagine if the NFL, for some reason, hopefully this doesn't happen, the season ends up getting squashed at some point? The XFL comes in in springtime and the world I'm is in. normal. I'm in. And it's like, boom, I'm all now in. we have football. I'm all in. Right? I hope it doesn't happen. No, actually, but. I take it back. You say you're all in, but then you put the games on you. There's, It's not your team. You're just going to say it's not the Giants. It's not the Chiefs. It's not the Packers. It's not the Eagles. Right? It's like it's – Well, I, I had skin in the game for the, the Guardians because uh, Kevin Gilbride was the coach. They had Matt McGloin at – you know, but you had skin in the game because it was what February and there was nothing going on. There was snow on the ground, and then it was like, oh, there's something on Fox besides like the the what the masked voice singer or whatever that show is on Fox. Like, I mean, like you know what I mean? It's like it was something. It's like exactly some say it's like an in-flight movie. It's like sure if you're on a flight, it's something to watch. But we're off the flight now. Now we're trapped in an airport for our connecting flight. It's like I don't want to watch that movie anymore. I saw it. Can I just budge in? Yeah. What happens, though, when your sport – let's say something bad happens in the NFL, like we're, we're football-deprived for all these months now, and all of a sudden in the springtime, our first taste of it is the XFL. Wouldn't that be – it'd be hard to not dive into it, right, just because it's, you know, live sports, that it's like it's pretty competent product, it's good football. I mean, you're telling you me you wouldn't it. watch it? You watching the NHL right now, Bryson? I've never been a hockey guy, so I can't. I, I can't shine See, in. But hockey. if I said to you, "Oh, but live sports, man! Come on, you got to turn it on. At least turn it on and check it out. It's live sports." The difference is the difference is I watch football regularly. I watch college football. I watch Division Two FCS football. You know, I watch high school football. I won't watch hockey. I'd rather watch That's a high school difference. game than an XFL game, though. I'd rather watch an episode of Last Chance You than watch a, an XFL game. Like just because it's like it's not real to me. Like it's not. Like, it's you're telling me Cardell Jones isn't real. That man's exactly. a national champion, Tyrion. I'll have you know. PJ Walker. Be... What? Yeah, exactly. PJ like, Walker from Temple. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's, if there, I, I said this like back when we first started doing our podcast, I feel like Jack in, back in January and February, but it's like, 
okay, fine. If you're like a minor league affiliation with the teams, right? Like the Packers are going to call up someone like that's their taxi squad in this whole thing. Then yeah, that's what they should do. That would be smart. That I could get behind that. And like you said, like have them be like a minor league team, and yeah, that that's actually a really good point that you made months ago. Still, yeah, you know, whatever broke clocks right hey. twice a day, <laughs> right? And, and my budget money was the Flyers one, and they're gonna keep rolling. Hopefully, you know, we just gotta keep the vibes going. You know, like let's go. There we go. Well, the Sixers are tonight, right? The Sixers didn't they just start? Yeah, should we jump off the air and and and, and basically I like like the little ding there. I was, it's time to watch the Sixers turn the ball over under. All right, let's have some fun tonight. Over under 14 and a half turnovers for the Sixers tonight. Over. Yeah, I'll say over. All right, let's go 16 and a half. Under. I'll still I think the over. Give me that over. See, I think it's like, like that juicy number. Turnovers and I, right? They're, they're a 20 turnover night team. Oh, yeah, Zach. It's like rocket like the see the over, like the Mets. I, if there was a bet on the Sixers turning the ball over, I would actually bet like a salary a night on it. That's how much of a lock it would be. And this is coming Jesus. from the guy who just talked about fifty cents. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh well, yeah, I mean yeah. It's everyone's like, oh yeah, like right, never mind. I, I I just they suck. Um, they're seven point favorites. The Sixers. You think I'm gonna bite on that? No, no. Do Spurs have much to play for right now? Bryson, I mean, I know they're trying to get in. Out, I think they yeah. they have to like win out, and then like Portland and Memphis and New Orleans have to pretty much tank the rest of the season. So, so like all the Kings horses and all the Kings men, like all everybody's got to put Humpty Dumpty back together for them to get yeah. in. That's, yeah, that's a tough task. Yeah. I mean, it's Humpty. He took a tumble. <laughs> I don't see it happening. No, all right, but I'll tell you, let's uh, real quick, let's jump off. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the Sixers lose. That's always fun. But before we jump off, let's, let's do a little, uh, you know, a little love for the show, all right? So if you want to give us some love, you can follow uh, with the hearts to the left right there, a little click, click. Yep. And then if you want to subscribe to us, uh, you can do it to the right. And if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. So that's pretty cool. And you get some cool gadgets and stuff like that. Um, or you can get interacting with the chat if you subscribe. So it's always fun. So check us out. And if not uh, on Twitch, you can always check us out on iTunes and Spotify. If you miss an episode, we're on there for the audio episodes. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit uh, for social media at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, and then, like I said, if you're not watching us on Twitch, and this is one of those audio episodes that you're listening to this video, you're missing the highlights. You're missing the, the live highlights. So that's always fun. So check us out on twitch.tv uh, slash get underscore sidetracked and then visit the website www.get-sidetracked.com well Bryce this is fun having her on the show you know it's it's always a pleasure got actual sports to talk about this time not just you know hypotheticals not just season predictions so it's good it's good it's funny now I can text you that the Sixers suck and said they're going to suck like it's you know it's now we're right, in it right. we, have, we have the concrete evidence of them sucking as opposed to the hypothetical of them sucking right so Seven more games to go, and then the playoffs. <laughs> and then the playoffs, and then you have another month, Jared. So enjoy I got, it. Like Simon and Garfunkel just playing in my head, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally what it was with the 21 turnovers. You're just like, <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. All right, we want to thank everyone for listening and uh, checking us out tonight. So we'll be back on the air tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Um, and like I said, you've got sports flowing and going. And, and Zach, you got, you got anything you want to take us out with? Yeah, so it's officially PGA Championship Week, the first golf major of the year. We're going to be talking, talking some more about that tomorrow night. And Yeah, uh, all right. Now we're yeah, talking. Absolutely. Right. Got some, oh, yeah. some some more live sports. We're flowing in there. Let's get yeah, it. We're flowing and we're going. So that's right. we want to thank everyone for listening. Bryce, we want to thank you for jumping on, obviously, with us as well. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll see everyone in the living room tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>